We'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for October 25th, 2021. I'll go ahead and open us up in our uh, warfare prayers. And um, this is the strategic warfare prayer. And I'll go ahead and, and open us up here. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come against and oppose all satanic operations, manipulations, subversions, tactics, plans, which are designed to hinder, prevent, or frustrate God's original plans and purposes from their swift manifestation taking place in their correct time and season. We come against all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide. Let every evil effort and endeavor fail, cause the news media to be caught in their own lying and manipulation so that only truth is brought forth. We ask that every satanic strategy of prohibition and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We pray that all invisible and visible walls of opposition, restriction, and delay will be exposed and destroyed. O oh God, confound the devices of the wicked plans of the enemy and the wicked plans of the enemy that they have crafted so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O Lord, but those that cannot be saved overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness and bring an end to all deceptive, secretive, and destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world. According to 1 John 3.8, for this reason was the Son of God made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy. Father God, overrule all strategies, tactics, and curses of the enemy by the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. And overthrow all spoken words, enchantments, divinations, spells, hexes, vexes, curses, witchcraft prayers, and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes, according to Isaiah 54, 17, and break the curses associated with all these ceremonies, rituals, utterances, and their plans to bring about a chaotic, bloody revolution uh, in worldwide and to usher in martial law in the New World Order. Father God, we pray their plans shall be uncovered and not prevail, and shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact, and that their wickedness and violent verbal dealings would return upon their own heads, according to Psalm 716. Father God, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up in the secret shadow government regarding their attempts to manipulate end-time events, which would lead to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Please send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical plans to frustrate and expose them so that they will be dismantled. Dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kinds of angels that are necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States and upon all the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon the righteous people and government worldwide. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and cause your divine wisdom and courage to come upon them. Cause them to be like a holy trumpet, shedding light upon the dark, hidden secrets of, this, of the wicked. Send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel and Belial and all other wicked spirits, and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. Cause every evil spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire, and that none would be able to come to take their place. Please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the spirit realm, so that they will accomplish your divine will. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Lamb, and ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Okay, so the first report that we're looking at is an emergency alert regarding La Palma. Uh... The earthquakes are in perf a perfect grid pattern at the southern end of the island, which is where all the major 
volcanic activity is taking place, which is proving that this is some kind of generated attack. And I believe it's most likely CERN. We have alluded to this in other broadcasts. And the links that are provided straight from the, I don't know, I guess you could call it probably the government, um, you can easily verify this information and see. In fact, I did do that. And he's going to walk you through a little bit of this. It's only a six-minute link here. It's, it's about a 20-minute some video, but I'm just going to play the first six minutes to kind of give you an idea. And, it, again, it's just all the more reason to pray about this situation. We're about to share with you folks... Uh, is so incredible that you're not going to believe it unless you record this. So I'm going to wait a few minutes. If you want to get your cell phone out and go to your picture setting, your video setting, uh, screen uh, shot this video because um, this information, folks, is going to um, uh, it's going to expose a lot of things going on that I thought would never happen. But we have the uh, we have the uh, information. We have the details. Hopefully they won't turn my computer off. Now I have a link to the original source article that you can do screenshots on if you would like or just forward that report. Or, or cut this transmission. Um, I'll wait a few minutes while you go get your cell phone. Uh, very, very important information we're going to share to you tonight about the island of La Palma and what is currently going on um, that will affect over 100 million people. Uh, in the world. Well, it could affect them. So this is one of these programs that uh, might even make history because I didn't believe this myself. Um, I had to check it out myself when I found this out. And this is true, folks. I'm going to take you through the steps. We're going to expose the information, what is happening on the island of La Palma. Uh, according to this new information, this is not natural. And we're going to prove to you, according to the link that Hal Turner provided, we're going to go through this, and hopefully... Uh, Again, it's not even his information, okay? It's, it's information you can easily verify. Uh, you'll be able to see what exactly uh, is happening on the island. So, let's go ahead and read uh, a little bit of this article. Uh, I hope you have your phones ready. Um... So the volcanic eruption which began on the island of La Palma in the Canary Islands, Atlantic Ocean off the northwest coast of Africa, seems to be getting some help, artificial help, to make it worse. The evidence is below. When the Cumbre Vieja volcano on La Palma began erupting on September 10th, it immediately became the focus of intense attention because that island is the only place in the world that can generate a tsunami wave which is capable of literally destroying the entire coast of North America. Back in the 1990s, the entire east coast of America. Several scientists closely studied and even went inside the, den, the then dormant volcano and found that the entire southwest flank had become unstable and could slide into the ocean. <clears throat> that unstable landmass is the size of the island of Manhattan, New York City which would generate a tsunami wave, a mega tsunami wave. And we're going to present you the information down below. You can do this yourself. Computer, computer models showing the tsunami would begin hitting the U.S. coast within seven to eight hours and would smash almost all the major cities with a wall of water at least 30 meters to 50 meters high. That would be a wave of 100 to 164 feet tall, 
lasting 5 to 45 minutes as it floated about 12 to 15 miles inland. Now, if the wave is bigger, it will go farther inland. As interest in the eruption grew, people started paying close attention to what was taking place there tonight. That attention has paid off. So if you guys are just tuning in, please go get your phone. Um, and you want to record this, folks, just in case this information is deleted. You will have a video record of what I am presenting to you tonight. The European Mediterranean Seismological Center, the EMSC, was founded in 1975 following a recommendation from the European Seismological Commission, the ESC. And this is where the information is coming that you can go and actually click on the map, zoom in. I did it as well. I just did it before the broadcast to prove that this is not something that, you know... Um, somebody's making up okay it comes right from the european mediterranean seismological center emsc and he's going through their credentials now the esc is a regional commission of international association of seismology and physics of the earth's interior the iaspei itself a specialized association of the international union of geodesy and geophysicists <laughs> Uh, IUGG. Put simply, it is Europe's equivalent to the U.S. Geological Survey, the USGS, in the United States. Tonight, if someone goes to the EM website to look at the earthquakes taking place on the island of La Palma, they get a map showing this. So I'm going to go to the link here in just a few minutes uh, of the EMS site, and you're going to see a map of La Palma, and over here you're going to see a list of earthquakes. And you're going to watch this. So this is what you're going to see. So I'm going to take you through the steps here. The red dots. He's showing it on the screen. Obviously, you can't see it. You're listening, but he's showing everything he's talking about on his computer. Forming a blob of red indicates that the ongoing clusters of earthquakes around the erupting volcano. If you zoom in a little closer on the same earthquake map, you see this. So this is what you're going to see when you go to the EMS website we're going to go there just in so they're showing these red circles where the actual earthquakes are occurring and if you're anywhere zoomed out at all it's just going to look like a whole bunch of red dots overlapping one another a few minutes there's just a big old blob of earthquakes so i hope you're recording this folks i really hope you're recording this but what happens when you zoom in really close now folks you're not going to believe it i didn't believe it either i had to go to the website and do it myself these are the earthquakes that are happening on La Palma. They are in straight lines in a grid pattern, folks. This totally unbelievably man-made, unnatural grid lines of earthquakes. I mean, it looks like a checkerboard, essentially. The earthquakes are in perfect equidistance to one another in a square grid-like pattern repeating. This is not natural. This is most likely coming from CERN. And they're ramping up CERN more now. I just saw a report about that the other day. So this just once again proves this is all they're all they're trying to do this on purpose to bring in their order out of chaos. And if you took out the whole east coast of the United States, you, you would you'd have a lot of chaos to bring order out of. These earthquakes are being plotted out on a graph and they are hitting exactly 
uh, at specified coordinates over and over again in the same places. This island is being manipulated by, uh, it looks like some kind of technology that is not uh, natural. It's, it's most likely CERN, as we've talked about in the past. Uh, and you could say maybe it's harp. Okay, true. Maybe it's a combination of a lot of different. There's all kind of different technologies they could be bringing to bear, not just even sir, not harp. I believe blast wave accelerators and other things could be used as well. Um, Doppler, Cenar, uh, I believe. And anyway, there's all kind of things they could do. So I, I give you the link straight to the EMSC. Uh, website and then the original source link you can see all that there so i wanted to, to um you know at least touch upon that that's a situation that seems to be getting increasingly worse um by the day sometimes there, there's like five different volcano events now it's i saw a video yesterday and it literally looked like a tidal wave of lava coming out of the volcano i mean it was it was more than i had ever have well have hardly ever seen any volcano produce it's crazy and there are people there right there filming this stuff it's not like they're making it up it's first-hand footage um just to reiterate repost i'm just reposting my uh my teaching i did back in 07 now bear in mind that the audio is not going to be as great uh, I hadn't figured out all the audio stuff then, not to say I've got it all nailed down now, but uh, you can still hear it fine. It's called Halloween Human Sacrifice Stonehenge and the Wicker Man, Part 1 and 2. I'll just read you the, because um, we're right before Halloween, and this is a good time to reiterate that. In this teaching, we'll be taking an extensive, shocking look at virtually all Halloween traditions modern-day humanity currently embraces. Halloween is not just innocent entertainment. Its symbols, practices, breed new life into the dark rituals and symbols of past civilizations. Satan's main strategy has always been to tempt people to love what God hates, prompt them to pursue his enticing path, and deceive them into thinking that his new way is as good. Since his strategies don't change, God's warning in Proverbs 14.12 is as relevant now as it was in King Solomon's days, which says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Most people follow the masses, and the masses follow the media, especially when it normalizes thrills and adventures that feed the lust for forbidden thrills. The occult has always focused on gory images of violence, death, and destruction. We see it in today's media, music, and movies as people become desensitized to occult violence and horror. The images in popular entertainment grow increasingly and indescribably evil. Yet, this is old news. Thousands of years ago, God warned us in Proverbs 8.36... All those that hate me love death. So that's the like the table of contents. Anyway, it's a two-part teaching. I gave you the links there. I also posted it in the newsletter I just released yesterday on contendingfortruth.com. Uh, then our, our first main report, this broke this last week. General Flynn, which was one of the, you know, the generals in the Trump administration that was considered one of the one of the good guys okay general flynn prays to luciferian madame helena blavatsky's and elizabeth claire prophet's seven rays ascended masters 
at Pastor Hank Kuhneman's religious event. The seven, now I'm going to give you some background on this and then we'll actually, you'll actually hear the prayer from General Flynn himself. The seven rays is a concept that has appeared in several religions and esoteric philosophies in Western culture and in India since at least the 6th century BC. They are known as the Chohans or the angels from heaven, but you know, understand though, nothing that's going to come out of esoteric which is like forbidden, hidden, uh, occult knowledge, or Hinduism, is going to be angel, real angels from heaven. They may appear as angels of heaven, like the Bible talks about, but they're counterfeits. In Occidental culture, it can be, er, it can be seen in early Western mystery traditions, such as Gnosticism and Mithraism, uh, which are just, you know, really paganism, and, and in texts and in iconic art of the Catholic Church, now remember that, as early as the Byzantine Empire. In India, the concept has been part of the Hindu religious philosophy and scripture since at least Vishnu Purana, dating back to the post-Vedic era. Beginning in the late 19th century, the seven rays appeared in a modified and elaborated form in the teachings of theosophy, first presented by Helena Blavatsky, who was the one of the highest level Luciferian witches of all the 1800s really initiated a lot of the new age practices, a lot of the really high level occultic evil demonic new age practices was initiated and instituted and revived by her. The woman was pure evil. Okay, so she started this uh, religion called Theosophy. The term Theosophy comes from the Greek Theosophia, which is composed of the two words Theos, or gods, and Sophia, which is wisdom. Theosophia, therefore, may be translated as wisdom of the gods. Okay, and it's this divine, hidden, occult knowledge that, you know, all of the occult, religions, Freemasons, and the, you know, whatever, whatever, Luciferianism, Satanism, whatever uh, occult secret society you're in reference to, it's what they're always trying to attain, the wisdom of the gods, and more power, and more this or more that, and so this is the religion that Madame Blavatsky started. Theosophy. The theosophical concept of the seven rays was further developed in the late 19th and 20th centuries in the writings of theosophist Charles Webster Ledbetter and other officer, authors such as Alice Bailey, Manley P. Hall, high, high level occultist new, uh, new ager, Alice Bailey, total, I mean, these are people that, absolute total Luciferian Satanist, okay, 100%. They would channel spirits through them in the form of automatic writing, produce gigantic uh, occult writings that are revered and used to this day by cultists and others. Uh, there's others, and, and then it gets into notably including the teachings of Benjamin Krem and his group Share International. Well, who is Benjamin? Well, he's the one that's just died not too long ago. 
I've reported on over and over, which was the Pied Piper, the John the Baptist of Maitreya. They call him, I call him Devil Betraya, but they call him Lord, Lord Maitreya, of the UN-sponsored Share International that I have been talking about for ever since I've been in ministry as a potential candidate for the Antichrist. I'm not saying he is, but he is definitely one of the ascended masters that is going to show up. He's the only ascended master I know of that has his own United Nations sponsored website that you can go to to this day that's been around for, I don't know, how many, at least 20 years. Share International. Just look it up. Share International Maitreya. Um, Madame Blavatsky, Theosophy, Benjamin Krem, Alice Bailey, Manly P. Hall, all of these build on and are all connected to one another. Share International, which again is the trumpet for Maitreya, Benjamin Krem was his John the Baptist, has endorsed and still does endorse the writings of Madame Blavatsky, Alice Bailey, Manly P. Hall regarding required recommended reading on their own website for the coming New World Order, for the coming... Um, now, Maitreya bills himself as the coming awaited one, essentially. the um, He's kind of everything wrapped up into one. At least that's the way it's portrayed on Share International. It's the way Benjamin Krem is portrayed. It's the way he's portrayed himself. He portrays himself as the coming... The fifth Buddha to the Buddhists. They're, they're, all of these major religions of the world are waiting for their coming awaited savior. So to the Buddhists, Maitreya says he's the fifth Buddha. To the Hindus, he says he is Krishna. To the Muslims, he says he's the Imam Mahdi. Their coming awaited savior. Uh, to the Jews, he says he is their coming Messiah. Which we know to be the Antichrist. To the Christians, he is their um, basically their coming awaited savior okay i guess i don't know the christ i think is how he would portray himself to the christians like jesus christ but he's going to be a horribly evil knockoff so now again i'm not going to get all dogmatic and say he's the antichrist and this or that i think he plays a part i've been talking about him for a long long time and here we have one more tie-in to this and we have general flynn praying to the seven rays the prophets um the, the seven rays ascended masters at this supposed christian church we're going to get a lot more into that but so then this goes on to say so um the Temple of the Presence uh, and various other organizations promulgated the Ascended Master teachings of a group of religious teachings based on theosophy. There's a lot of people, a lot of organizations that propagate the Seven Rays teaching. The Temple of the People, I Am Activity, Bridge to Freedom, the Summit Lighthouse. Okay, As New Age... As the New Age movement of the mid to late 20th century developed, the Seven Rays concept appeared as an element of metaphysical healing methods, such as Reiki, 
and other modalities in esoteric astrology. Don't mess with Reiki. That supposed massage technique, it's pure evil, straight from the pit of hell. In early mystery traditions of the West and Near East, uh, the seven and the seven rays in ancient Greek mythology, Zeus takes the bull form known as Taurus in order to win Europa. Taurus is also associated with Aphrodite and other goddesses, as well as Pan and Dionysus. The face of Taurus gleams with the seven rays of fire, is how that is portrayed. Now, I'm going to go ahead and play a very, very substantial clip of this from a recent True News broadcast. Um, I have uh, exposed true news on many occasions there are gigantic red flags you're going to hear one of the major major red flags right from their own mouth as they're not going to say a stinking word against the catholic church at all catholic church is off limits to bold rick wiles and true news and that's just one of the horrific problems with true news but there are some things you can glean in there and uh listener sent me this i don't listen to true news anymore i kind of was for a little while but there's so much leaven in what they were teaching and this is just actually another example of the leaven and how they will not call out catholicism works based devil black death cult catholicism how they'll ignore all the atrocities of catholicism and treat them like they're regular christians just like i guess any any other born-again christian not me not me that's not happening it's just unbelievable the 900 pound gorillas in the room that so many ministries will just ignore so that they don't lose members they don't lose any of their listeners as they don't want to offend i learned that lesson a long time ago about if, if you speak against you know catholicism you're gonna alienate or whatever well Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? That's what the Bible says. Well, yeah, most of the time when you tell somebody the truth, you will become their enemy. And Catholics are some of the hardest people to reach because the demons that emanate and operate through Catholicism are so embedded and so very powerful. They bring these people into bondage like you can't even believe. It is a cult. It is a works-based death cult that has removed the second commandment of the Bible about idolatry and split, I think, like the ninth and two or something like that. It's because they bow down to all kind of idols. You know, they bow down to Mary and Joseph and all the all the billions they make in idol idolatry because you it's part of the Catholic Church. Well, they just kind of conveniently removed that Ten Commandments out of the Bible and replaced it with split one of them two near the end. It's that insane. It really is. I mean, just so much of what goes on there, there's no Bible for whatsoever. None at all. So, nevertheless, I'm going to go ahead and play uh, this, and, and we can... Uh, th there's a lot to kind of glean from this, because this has a lot to do with the coming deception of the church. And I believe people like uh, General Flynn in these... Especially, you know, knowing that, that he was affiliated with the whole Trump movement. I, I really believe that there's going to be a deception that comes out of that. And probably in the form of Nasera, Gasera, Trump, Sarah, that is going to be 
far beyond any deception we've ever seen. And it's going to be the essence of the strong delusion God talks about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. This is true news, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Ah, so whatever. help us God, I'm yeah, Rick Wiles. Uh -huh. A religious conference was held last month in the Mid-America Center in... As long as that truth doesn't step on any of the Catholics' toes there, Rick. Council Bluffs, Iowa. The event was titled Open the Heavens Conference. It was sponsored by pastors Hank and Brenda Kuhneman the religious leaders of the Lord of Hosts Church in Omaha, Nebraska. The theme of the conference was, it is time to get ready for the revolution of light. The mm. keynote speaker was retired General Michael Flynn. The re revolution of light. Now this is the false light of Lucifer that most of the church is gonna be a part of in a lockstep with. And what are these? These are the seven rays of light. It's going to sound, oh, so holy and so amazing. Oh, wow. Oh, it's going to be real appealing to most Christians that don't have any love for the truth. And I hate to say that, but that's what the, how the Bible terms the world in general at large. Not just, let's say, lukewarm Christians, but let's say the world at large. They have no love for the truth. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And for that cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie. Because they had no love for the truth. But they had pleasure in unrighteousness. And it's very easy to go into a charismatic church and get caught up in the flesh. I, I know, I, I, I was in there for years. Okay, I know what that's like. I know the appeal of, of the flesh and it's very, uh, very dangerous. It's a very dangerous place to be. It's a very dangerous place to go because the delusion factor is so great. At the conclusion of his speech, General Flynn led the audience in a prayer. The people in the audience recited the prayer with him. Here at True News, we immediately discerned that something was spiritually amiss about the prayer. We showed a video clip of General Flynn's prayer Doc Burkhardt and I focused our comments on General Flynn's prayer to an angel and his legions and General Flynn's reference to the sevenfold rays of light. We educated our True News audience that the sevenfold rays of light was a concept taught by Madame Halina Blavatsky, a 19th century occultist and the author of the book, The Secret Doctrine. Well. We did more research into General Flynn's New Age prayer, and you will be shocked today. Let's start by watching again General Flynn's closing prayer at Hank Kuhneman's opening the Heavens Conference on September 17. We are your instrument of those sevenfold rays and all your archangels, all of them. Now, so Michael Flynn prayer, you know, no Bible for any of this. When Jesus Christ said, when you pray, pray this way, you know, to the Father. Pray to the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, essentially. So let's just go back and see how, the, the again, the prayer starts here. And you will be shocked today. Let's start by watching again 
General Flynn's closing prayer at Hank Kahneman's opening the Heavens Conference on September 17. We are your instrument of those sevenfold rays and all your archangels, all of them. We will not retreat. We will not retreat. We will stand our ground. We'll, we will not fear to speak. We will be the instrument of your will. Whatever it is. In your name. In the name of your legions. We are freeborn. Nowhere is he invoked the name of the Lord Jesus Christ or Father God. He's invoked the seven rays and his archangels. Well, we know the seven rays is a gigantic pillar of the highest level Luciferian dating back ages. Luciferianism dating back ages. So again, the prayer is totally unbiblical from that standpoint alone. And we shall remain freeborn. And we shall not be enslaved, be enslaved. By, any foe. by any foe, within or without. Within or without. So, help so help me God. God bless you. God bless America. Thank you very much. Well, the general did not pray in the name of Jesus Christ. He prayed in his name, meaning the name of the angel that he was addressing, and the name of his legions. And so today we're going to go deeper into General Flynn. Which is typical for a Catholic type prayer, which he claims to be. Religious beliefs. And as I said in the opening, you're going to be shocked because the MAGA movement has been infiltrated by New Age occultists who are leading astray American citizens who are putting their trust in men and women uh, to return this country to a position of, of moral uprightness. And if you continue to follow these people, uh, you're being misled by Lucifer himself. Uh, at the, at the root of all this is Freemasonry. We're going to show the entire show today. We're going to take you... I really think it's Freemasonry's one... I, I think the root of all this is Luciferianism. The root of all this is Madame H.P. Blavatsky and the Luciferianism and that movement that really was revamped and started in earnest in the, you know, in the 1800s, the late, later 1800s that was carried on by Aleister Crowley, the 666 beast in Manly Hall and Alice Bailey and uh, then Benjamin Krem and Maitreya and, and obviously a lot of us. I just don't see how we can just peg it all on Freemasonry. Yes, there's a definite component there. Um, that's, that's my two cents though. Step by step, we're going to show you this is Freemasonry. At, at the very core of it is Freemasonry. So Doc Burkhardt is here with me. Doc, this is going to be a, an eye-opener. It's going to be a shocker for a lot of people, both our 
our supporters and our, our critics and our enemies, they're all going to look at this and go, I can't believe that what they're saying here today. This is, this is stunning. This is shocking. Yes, and we first opened up this can of worms a couple weeks ago um, when we first showed Michael Flynn's prayer, and we asked, dared to ask the question, who is this prayer addressed to? Who are these sevenfold rays? Who are these legions that he was talking about? And, of course, uh, we had a lot of people that responded, and some, in fact, some Christian leaders responded, yes, well, too. Well, definitely one that responded who was very upset at us. He didn't mention our name, but it was obvious who he was uh, talking about, was uh, the host of the conference, Pastor Hank uh, Kuhneman. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not sure if his uh, name is pronounced Kuhneman or Kuhneman. I apologize. I'm not sure. Uh, he's the the uh, pastor of the Lord of Hosts Church in Omaha. Yes. We're going to talk about him later. Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And so the Sunday after our True News episode, in which we showed General Flynn, uh, Pastor Kuhneman spoke to his congregation. Obviously, there had been an uproar. Apparently, there are people in his church who watch True News. Right. And, and questioned him about it. Yes. And it upset him. Uh, he spoke about it in the in the Sunday morning uh, a worship service, and then I uh, guess it was still eating at him, and he came back Sunday night and said it again. Well, they actually had two services on on the Sunday, same on the on same Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Right. Is that what so, it was? Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, we're he's got to make sure, most likely, be in the closet Luciferian that he is Hank Kuhneman, which is normal for that high level position in a Pentecostal church that they're closet Satanists slash Luciferians. Uh, that's normal. Got to make sure that he keeps his flock deceived. And this not so subtle Luciferian brainwashing indoctrination continues. And that's why he's put there. That's why vessels of Satan like Hank Kuhneman are put in those positions to ultimately deceive the body of Christ and to make sure they stay deceived. I'm going to show you the first. Uh Sunday morning session yes. and his uh, first remarks regarding us. He didn't. He didn't say my name. He didn't say uh, true news. But again, it's very obvious uh, who he was talking about. So this is the pastor's response to our true news episode about General Flynn. So there was comments. I'm sorry. This guy looks so slimy. He looks like greaseball. Um, Oil can Harry. It's it's this typical over the top slime. It's like they can't hide it. Look that these televangelists get. I think it's the, all the spirits in them, and then the makeup that they're wearing, and just the general slime bag demeanor and persona that they put forth. I can't hardly stand even look at this guy. I can't even imagine setting myself under this quote pastor and that doesn't make me better i've been there done it okay but this guy is mega mega creep factor just to even look at him that there was a prayer prayed at the arena that had new age uh things or prayer that we repeated i'm not going to mention who it was and I'm not even going to mention the prayer. 
because here's the real deal. It's not important that we always have to have the know, the skinny, the details of everything. But here's the thing. The oh, oh, it isn't? We don't have to know the details of everything. We don't have to know the details of this incredibly occultic prayer that mentioned the seven rays, which is a gigantic, one of the pillars of Madame Blavatsky's Lucifer doctrine that is one of the absolute pillars of all high-level occultists that have channeled spirits through them in the last 150 years that have brought us to this point where we're getting ready to go from the old world order into the new world order. And so many of those doctrines, um, so many of what is happening hinge upon the doctrines of Luciferianism, of Madame Blavatsky, of the seven rays. That's not important. We don't need to know the skinny on any of that. Sure, be destroyed for lack of knowledge. That's what Satan's hoping for you. Be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of you. See, good old Hank here wants you to be ignorant of Satan's devices so that he does get an advantage of you, so that he'll keep getting your money and he'll keep deceiving you. And then hopefully he can drag you down to hellfire, which is where he's going. But he thinks he's going to rule and reign with Satan. person that prayed i'm sure they watch us here's the thing how many of you have ever heard or watched someone grow in their knowledge of god <laughs> okay so people wrote in i can't believe that your conference supported a satanic prayer and a new age thing and they went on and on and how many saw those comments sure you did he's going to do nothing to debunk it he's just going to dismiss it and act like there's no merit. Well then, prove that there's no merit. I've already proven what the doctrine of the seven rays is. I've already, I mean, you, you go back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Before Madame Blavatsky. He, he's going to do nothing to disprove any of that. He's just hoping that he can charisma you and lie to you and deceive you into thinking that there's no merit because he's a pastor. He's not a pastor in God's eyes. He's a hireling that has no love for the sheep. And he's doing it for the money. And he's doing it for his father, Satan. But like his father, he's subtle. He's good at what he does. And, and, and here's what you, we have to understand. Do you know, there was a time where the church in the book of Acts chapter 9 didn't even believe that the apostle uh, Paul, actually his name was Saul, who persecuted the Christians, that he was even on their side. So we are always, as Christians, we are so attacking of our own. <laughs> and here the person that prayed, he brings basically a guy that, that evokes this the, one of the, occult pillar doctrines of Madame Blavatsky, the seven rays, into his church, makes this occultic prayer, and we're attacking our own. Well, I guess, yeah, you probably are a fellow Luciferian with General Flynn. You probably are. Not one of my own. The Bible says to me, to be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And if he is a supposed novice, like he's talking about, because he's, he's inferring that, he's growing or whatever, why would you let him speak in your pulpit? It's not to be done. I know that they've got, uh, uh, they profess to have a Catholic background. 
Okay, they are. I ain't gonna say a word against that, and neither, and neither is True News. So there, there you go on all of their true colors. Also, I know fighting very hard and strong for this nation. They may not know a lot of things that we, as charismatics, who know everything, right? So can you give that person a break that it? Oh, so charismatics know everything. Let me tell you something. My time in Charismania in the Pentecostal Church. They are the most deceived sect of Christians, quote Christians, that I have ever been around. Overall, I'm sorry. Did it mean I didn't love a whole bunch of them? I did. Not saying they were all, most of them were not bad people. They were deceived because the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Charismania really appeals to the flesh. It really appeals to the emotion it, it, on a, so many different levels. Doesn't mean I'm saying they're all going to hell. I don't believe I was going to hell when I was in the charismatic movement. But God eventually brought me out of it. He showed me what was going on in it so that I could come out of it. And then one of the aspects of my ministry has been exposing the charismatic movement for all of its heresies. It was probably something because they lacked certain spiritual understanding or experience because of what they've been exposed to and their current journey and the fact that God is connecting them to a lot of spirit-filled people is a great thing. Well, these prayers are going to connect you to, to the Satanists and the Luciferians and the New Agers, and that's how we're going to end up getting a one-world religion under Antichrist and false prophet through prayers through coming together like this, through the demonic exchange that you're not seeing taking place, through aligning yourself and coming into agreement with Satan, through praying these types of prayers, you're not seeing what's happening to these people on a spiritual level. And this is why this Luciferian, Hank Kuhneman, is trying so hard to convince you it's no big deal. I hear a lot in that, that... Uh needs to be challenged. First of all, we explained to the pastor in that episode mm -hmm. where that prayer came from. Yes. Madame Helena Blavosky, the teacher of the seven rays of light. Right. Yes. We didn't make it up. You couldn't get any more wicked and evil and corrupt than Madame Blavosky. You would want, the, the Bible says to abstain from all appearance of evil to flee you know what i mean and why would you even want to even remotely come into alignment with one of the main tenets of her luciferian teachings you you wouldn't that's what she taught she was a witch the old woman was an evil, wicked oh, witch. Amen to uh, that. There's nothing nice, nothing look, good. Look up a picture of her. Madame Blavatsky. Theosophy. Oh, she's... I'll tell you what. If, if, if there's a more soulless look in one's eyes, I have never seen it. Good about that woman. She was evil. Yes. I mean, she was as evil as Aleister Crowley. She was the female version yep, of Aleister absolutely. Crowley. So that's what Pastor Hank Kuhneman is glossing over. Yes. Then. So number two, he says... And almost defending, if you think about it. Well, 
Uh, you know, he's saying General Flynn's a, a new Christian. He's a young Christian. We've got to give him some room, give him some slack. Well, I agree with that. But you don't put them at the pulpit and say, here, lead the congregation exactly. in prayer. Right. Exactly. Without knowing what he's going to pray. That's right. So that's on Hank Kuhneman. Yes. Absolutely. And he should have dealt with that as a pastor. He's obligated by God to deal with that. It should never have happened. But once it did happen, he should have corrected it. Then number three, he brings up Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul wasn't, wasn't praying uh, New Age prayers. Right. He wasn't bringing up, uh, you know, uh, secret wisdom or secret knowledge or anything. And like was was Paul given a pulpit immediately? No, actually, he was set aside for years. Right. For years, right? Many years. And to there, be, to be. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you look, if you just look at me for an example, I got saved in the start of 1994. I probably the first time I ever spoke at a church was. Mm, at least six years later, I would say. Maybe five. And that was in a charismatic church. <laughs> I taught um, Wednesday night Bible study at a listener's house. And there was a Catholic there. <laughs> and charismatic Catholic. And I thought, well, surely... You know, he'll be open to, and the first time I even broached anything, and it wasn't like a smash you over the head type of mo thing, but the first time I ever even broached anything about the Catholic Church, problems with it, oh, he was gone. He was gone in a heartbeat. You don't want to hear anything about it. Nothing. And there's charismatic, and again, the charismatic Catholic movement is one is going to be one of the bridges to the charismatic just pentecostal movement see this is how we're all gonna that this is how the antichrist in the end is going to get all the religions to come together there's these bridges that exist in different denominations and then again when, when the signs and line wonders and miracles come that's going to be a whole other level of, of deception where where you will start seeing major major realignments within all religions Okay, to get us into the one world religion under Antichrist and false prophets. So, um, <clears throat> anyway. To be trained, to be, uh, I mean, he, the Lord had to uh, remove a lot of things from Paul to get him ready for the time to preach. And right. here you have. Right, and, and I mean, and again, I'm not comparing myself to Paul. Any, please don't misconstrue that at all. Um. I'm just saying it was a good five years before I ever even spoke at all in, in any form of, of church. And typically once, the whole the whole thing is here, the whole point I'm trying to make or they're trying to make, I think, is that typically once you get saved, you're not just ready to go out and lead a church. You're a babe in Christ. I I had to get taken to the woodshed for basically the next five years after I got saved. In order to even start to have any semblance of being able to, I, theoretically, I shouldn't have even been teaching there. In the care, but see again, they do a lot of things in the charismatic church they shouldn't have been doing. Uh, but see, they saw doctor and they saw I had a lot of zeal, 
And I don't think I was misleading any. In fact, I ended up thinking I, I gave that my Wednesday night Bible study a ton of truth and it ultimately ended up me leaving the church and it ultimately ended up about 10 of the people that I'd shown this truth to. I showed them the truth about the King James Bible. I showed them uh, that that 20 hour footage on the Toronto Revival. It's called the Toronto, Toronto Revival. Toronto Blessing Unmasked, I believe. It's up on the YouTube. Those are actually my videotapes that I sent to a listener in Europe and he put them up on the internet. I think it's the only copy that exists or, or if it if it's not I, I don't know of any other copies of it i showed them that about 10 people that came out um i wasn't deceiving them for sure i was showing them flat out truth what was going on in the charismatic church and as convinced as they were once i we kind of i i went back i i went back into a bad situation i got deceived wasn't having anything to do with them, but really regarding my ex-wife. And as a result of going back to her, I got hammered by God like even more than I had ever, ever been hammered before. And we were never biblically married, so just so you know, she was married to two other guys before me and it was a mess. I was a mess of a mess of a mess of a Christian. I had no right to even be in a church teaching anybody. I, to this day, would never call myself a pastor. Pastors to be husband of one wife. Okay? I'm not that. And I just call myself a watchman. That's all. But I really had no right to even be in that church teaching on any level, considering I was a baby Christian, considering what I had just come out of, considering... Yeah, I had a lot of zeal and I had a doctorate, but it wasn't like, you know, it was a doctorate in theology or anything. It was just doctor chiropractic. At the time, I did acupuncture. I was board certified in acupuncture and chiropractic, but I don't do the acupuncture. Any, I, I stopped doing the acupuncture because of all the occult roots associated with it, the yin and yang and all that stuff. And um, I would say it was about within I'd say about two years of all those people coming out of the charismatic church with me from from what I could gather they were all back because it has such an appeal to the flesh a little bit too Rick of this mixing of, uh, of faith and politics here mm -hmm. too so this is the opening the heavens conference right all right so tell me what was General Michael Flynn's role at the opening of the heavens conference, what 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 purpose of opening the heavens did he serve, except as a name and as a political leader in a movement that is popular among a certain set of people? Well, right? you could look at the theme: get ready for the revolution of light. Yes, it appears that General Flynn is flirting with the idea of political revolution, and he brings up the seven rays of light. We'll get into this a little bit later. Yes. But there may be more to that statement than you realize on the surface. So, uh, Pastor Kernelman had a uh, second comment in his uh, next Sunday morning service, and he brought the subject up again. Example, come here. So I'm going to say this one. No, this, this needs to be said. 
So we had a we had a speaker at the arena, and they they watch us, and so I want to be very very generous for them. That had people pray a prayer, a few minute prayer, and we had some people accusing us, even articles written that there was a satanic new age prayer, and how could we? Can I first of all you posting that to to draw to our attention like you know. We, we, we did something satanic and... Notice he's doing nothing to refute the satanic aspects specifically invoked in the prayer. Nothing at all. He's just going to use ad hominem type of attacks and satanic illogical reasoning in order to justify his point and to further tighten the grip on any of his followers and hoping that he does not lose that deception that he has on them. And, and that's our real motive. You, you are a misinformed idiot. You really are. And can I tell you something? A pastor that has... Again, does nothing refute anything. But he's going to call anybody like me who's going to call him out for this as a misinformed idiot and pastors and ministers privately I minister to some very very high-profile people that's oh. not my endorsement wow. I'm saying listen to me some people who I minister to are very known people so entertainment what? so what? what so what that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God so most likely, if you can minister to them and they're unsaved and whatever you're saying doesn't offend them, it just shows you what a wolf in sheep's clothing that you are, quote, pastor. And we could look at your, and we're going to look at his background some to see what a wolf in sheep's clothing that he actually is. Ticks, sports, a lot of them were not raised like you charismatic know-it-alls. Yeah, charismatic know-it-alls. We know everything. That's why we're so quick to call people out. And there are some people that were grew up Catholic, like this person. They don't know a lot of things yet. They haven't had somebody in their corner. Why would you let them in your pulpit then? Why would you let a novice or a Catholic... Well, I think also, too, is something I failed to mention is they want to see this melding of all the religions together. So you're going to see more of this. You're going to see Catholics in Pentecostal pulpits. You'll see Lutherans in whatever pulpit and you're going to see more of that cross um pollination i believe and i think we have seen that in recent years that's why when i hear entertainers go i'm a christian i go oh my god unless they have a good pastor in their corner and somebody that can help them they're probably oh. going to go off down oh, i'm sure you're going to help them fleece their pocketbook road they're probably going to do something stupid <laughs> okay so uh Ugh. pastor Krenneman, um said that anybody who says that that was a new age prayer is a misinformed idiot okay so pastor i'm i'm not going to argue with you about the idiot part if you want to call me an idiot i'll give you some room there but i'm not misinformed and at the end of this program we'll see who the idiot is fair enough all so. right I think we've already proven who the idiot is regarding what I read you at the very start on the whole tenets of the seven rays. I mean, why would you even want to broach that knowing that that is intricately tied in with 
H.P. Blavatsky's Luciferian Theosophy. It's one of the main pillars of that. Because we're trying to help this dear pastor. No, please. Um, understand spiritual deception. Right. Okay, I'm going to continue to give the pastor some uh, slack here that he doesn't understand spiritual deception. Hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll give him as much slack as he seems to be giving Michael Flynn. How about that? Yeah, there you go. So, now so this has nothing... This has nothing whatsoever to do with Catholicism. Nothing. Nothing at all. Of course, because they won't say a word against Catholicism. They want to make sure that nothing bad is said about that black devil death, works-based death cult that I've exposed over and over and over and many others. Of course not. That is totally off limits. Rick Wiles would lose way too many of his Catholic listeners were he to tread at all on that subject. He doesn't care about all their souls going to hellfire. Rick Wiles cares so much at True News about all the Catholics that listen to him that he doesn't care if they end up in hellfire as long as he doesn't tell them the truth and offend them. I love you enough to tell you the truth. He doesn't. I'm sorry. And this is one of the reasons I've exposed him. So many. I've got a gigantic file on True News. This is just the tip of the iceberg. So I hate to even use him as a source, but he had all the recordings and all these things, and, and, and they did put out a lot of truth today regarding this. But just remember, if you're up at True News, glean. Because there's a lot of leaven in his ministry. We never said one word against Catholics. <laughs> we're talking about New Agers. How pathetic. Yes. Oh. And we're going to show you some things today. It's going, to, it's going to make this very clear. Now, General Flynn also responded. Finally, he responded uh, uh, on an interview. He'd been responding on social media posts online, saying anybody that was questioning was calling it religious BS. Mm -hmm. uh, but he was on a program earlier this week, a YouTube program called uh, Truth Unveiled TV. And uh, he was asked by the host, Paul Obell, I think I'm saying that name right, um, that uh, asked about this particular prayer at the Opening the Heavens conference. And uh, General Flynn explained it in his own words. So you're going to hear General Flynn give the explanation about this prayer. So this was his first public comments about it. So you'll hear it directly from him. Okay. Just one second before we go to the video. I, 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 I wanted to make a comment. When... Pastor Koneman was uh, referring to people like me as idiots. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this. Yes. Did you notice that? Now, it might be just a coincidence because, you know, I'm an idiot. But watch the program today. But see just if, keep watching. He was making the OK sign when he was doing it. You couldn't see it on the screen. And that's the 666 sign. OK, so. Who knows? I mean, I did believe he's a Luciferian. I believe the most Pentecostal preachers at that level are Luciferians. See if this shows up again. I could be an idiot, but I might be a very well-informed idiot. Well, we'll he, see. He can't let that go, man. At the end of the show, who okay. knows what they're talking about? Okay, so here's General Flynn. 
So um, a, a lot of people in the Christian world uh, believe that uh, when you pray to uh, rays of light and legion, you're praying to the devil. And so I even saw a show the other day. Saying, he's laughing. Flynn's laughing about that. And Mike's flipped on the side of the devil. Can you please explain <laughs> what, what happened there, sir? Yeah. So I, I, uh, I, I find it actually pretty funny. Uh, but I know that a lot of people, you know, they read so much into this stuff. I carry with me a uh, prayer to St. Michael the Archangel, who I am named after. No Bible. No Bible at all for praying to mar archangels. The Bible says there's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Not a priest. Not any confessional. No Bible for that either. Not praying to Mary, Paul, or any of the other supposed saints out there. There's no Bible for doing any of that. It's forbidden. It's idolatry. All these medallions they wear and all that. It's, it's the second commandment. It says not to do that. To not bow yourself down under graven images and worship them. But that's part of the Catholic death cult. So they got rid of that commandment and they just split, I don't know, the ninth or tenth in two. So they still have ten commandments. So again, so much goes on in the Catholic Church that's that's so satanic and so unbiblical and so pagan. And very, very few will call them out and say a, a word about it because they're afraid they'll they'll make enemies of the Catholics and, and they'll whatever. Well, you know, the truth is typically something that's going to separate you from people. And Jesus Christ said, said think i come not to to bring you know peace but to bring a sword and a man's foes will be they of his own household that's how it can work the sword of truth separating you from other people and again am i therefore become your enemy because i tell you the truth most of the time yes you will become their enemy now i'm not saying you go and you just bash them over the head with this you can you can do it in a very nice humble way you can try approaching them in a very nice humble way but from what I've found with dealing with Catholics is that even if you approach them in a very nice, humble way, they'll get violent when they're confronted with these types of truths. They will be the initiator of violence. That's been my experience. Because these spirits in Catholicism are very, very powerful, and they do not like to be exposed. My mother named all of our all of my brothers and sisters after after uh, saints, both our first name and our middle name, based on the pregnancy pregnancy that she had. Wow. And she said that I was always a fighter, and, but then she doubted whether I, I was ever actually going to be born, you know. And I was born on Christmas Eve, so oh, that wow. prayer that I, that prayer Wonderful. that I uh, that I uh, that I gave, uh, I woke up that morning prior to going on to uh, support um, the Victory Channel and. Hank Kuhneman, and and I really am a big fan of him and his church and what he's done to get a big, a great message out. But I got up that morning and I felt, you know, when I finish my talk, I want to finish with a prayer. And I was thinking about what should I say? And and I carry with me this little card. And on that card is the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. So no. I basically gave that, gave a, that, you know, a rendition of that prayer. So and, now we know definitely he was praying. He said Archangels, but now I guess in his mind it was, it was St. Michael the Archangel. Okay, so again, no Bible for ever praying to a market Archangel. And, uh, that's really what this whole thing is about. So all these people that 
you know, talking about turning to whatever that, you know, you get off that. Quit. People need to stop overthinking what everybody is saying and, and listen to the listen to what is happening around us. Listen and pay attention to the reality that is happening around us right. instead of worrying about, uh, you know, what what, um, you know, in, in this case, worrying about and, and interpreting things that are that don't need interpretation. Right. So we don't need to be like good Bereans that were more noble than those of Thessalonica and studied the Word of God, see if the things in the Word of God were so. We don't we don't want to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of Truth. We don't need to worry about any of that, guys. We just need to go by experience and by our heart. But the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And then he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Oh, it sounded really nice, seven rays and archangels. It's, it's not offensive. I mean, the Bible does mention archangels. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So we got to be super careful, especially in today's day and age, that we don't get yoked up with the wrong movements, the wrong people, the wrong ministries. Are very very straightforward okay so let's a uh, couple things on that yeah so, on. are you so doc uh, some people have said to me Rick uh, go easy on the general maybe somebody handed the prayer to him and he just read it <laughs> maybe he didn't really know what it was it was handed to him so I said here I wrote a prayer for you or, or maybe you know some people said well, you know maybe he's not comfortable at a religious event saying a prayer he's a general mm -hmm. and and somebody said i'll write a prayer out for you right what did he say no he says he carries a card in his wallet okay so think about things you carry in your wallet do you just i mean if you keep things in your wallet there's something that you're you use when you need them it means something them. to you right so he says he carries this card in his wallet and that it's a prayer to Michael the Archangel. So okay. it wasn't handed to him. It wasn't right. written for him. He had it. Because he chooses to have it. Right. He made a choice. He carries it with him. To carry with him at all time. And that's the prayer he read. And that's the prayer that Pastor Kuhneman's congregation Repeated. said with him. Yes. Verbally spoke it out with their mouth. If you were there and you spoke it, you need to renounce it. Spiritually renounce it. Go to the Lord in prayer. Say, I was misled. I renounce the words that I spoke. I ask for forgiveness. I did not know. All right. Take care of the spiritual matters. So let's go with the prayer. All right. He so, said it's a Catholic prayer. Right. And so we've had a lot of our Catholic friends that have responded to us this week, too. Of course. And last week saying it is a Catholic prayer. So, mm -hmm. okay. I'll take your word for it. That's a Catholic prayer. So obviously it's printed somewhere, right? It was printed on a card. He has it, right? Mm -hmm. So I found this article, uh, this is an American magazine here, this is number five for control. Uh, Rick, this is a story that was in the uh, magazine earlier this year in April. Uh, say the Jesuit Review, America, the Jesuit Review. Um, St. Michael the Archangel is back, or at least his prayer is. Mark, Michael the Archangel is back, or at least his prayer is. So the prayer of St. Michael is now a very popular thing, right? So I decided, okay, maybe we're on to something here. Maybe that prayer is being prayed. So I started to do some research on the various prayers to St. Michael that are authorized by the Catholic Church. Okay? Mm -hmm. So yeah, the, one of the older ones I found here was, uh, 
This is the uh, Catholic prayer to St. Michael, uh, and uh, this was instituted by Pope Leo the Thirteenth in uh, 1886. So if you read that, Blessed Michael, Archangel, defend us in the hour of conflict, be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. If you read through that, it is nothing like General Flynn's prayer. Right. prayer. So this is right. not the prayer that's in his wallet. O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust Satan down to hell, and with him those other wicked spirits who wander through the world for the ruin of souls. Um, the Pope forgot to mention the seven rays of light. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and the legions. Right. So uh, there was an update to this prayer in 1902. And so uh, this was actually included in the liturgy of the Catholic Church and uh, what's the manual for the church called Roman Ritual. And once again, uh, St. Michael, the archangel, illustrious leader of the heavenly army, defend us in the battle against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the world of darkness, spirit of wickedness, in high places, come to the rescue of mankind, whom God has made in his own image and likeness. Okay, it, it, it's not the same prayer, though. It's totally different. It's not, I'm just going to forehead a little bit more. Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Once again. That's another prayer. Uh, there's again, they found three prayers of St. Michael. None of them were the ones that he said, this seven rays prayer. References to St. Michael, but no rays of light, uh, nothing like that. And this prayer is nothing like General Flynn's prayer, so this one is not in his wallet either, Rick. Um, what's in your wallet, <laughs> General Flynn? Don't leave home without it. What, what's in your wallet? Well, we know what's in his wallet. A New Age prayer. Now, remember what I said before. When we talked about the seven the seven rays of light, um, the seven rays is a concept that appeared in several religions and esoteric philosophies. And when you see esoteric, you always think hidden knowledge, occult knowledge. That's what occult means, hidden, essentially. Um, it's appeared in many philosophies in both Western culture and India since at least the 6th century. B.C. B.C., okay? This was before Christ was even born. 600 years. They're also known as the Chohans or the angels from heaven. So the seven rays are basically fallen angels from an esoteric standpoint that they're invoking. In Occidental culture, it can be seen in Western mystery traditions such as Gnosticism and Mithraism, and in texts and iconic art of the Catholic Church. So they're trying to basically, good old Rick Wiles is, 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 is trying to, um, in Doc there, are trying to say, this has nothing to do with Catholicism. It's Madame Blavatsky. It is Madame Blavatsky. They're going out of the way to defend the Catholic Church and say, you're not even being a good Catholic, General Flynn. Yes, he is, because it's been part of the iconic art of the Catholic Church as early as the Byzantine Empire. And the, and the report I'm reading from is all highly referenced with clickable links. It's in the PDF for this date. So they don't know if they're... They, uh, of course, they're always going to try to defend the Catholic Church. It, it really appears as though Rick Wiles is, and his whole staff are probably classic closet Catholics at bare minimum. How could you claim to operate in truth and do all these things 
and ignore the multiple 900-pound gorillas in the room. Satanic 900-pound gorillas in the room that Catholicism brings to the table. How could you do that? No. If you're part of disinformation, if you're part of the whole deception going on, at the end of the day, that's what you're going to do. That's why we'll never give True News and Rick Wilds a free pass. And that's only a little bit about what's wrong with True News. So, this has been part of the Catholic Church for a long time. It may not have been on any prayer card they could find, but guaranteed there are, there are things, sects of the Catholic Church, where guaranteed this prayer exists. Gnostic Catholic, um, who knows? But I, I'm sure not going to give the Catholic Church any free pass on this one. Because it's well known that they, are, that they that that has been a part of their system for a long, long time. All right, let's go back to this report now. And it's not a Catholic prayer. It's a New Age prayer. And all devout Catholics are agreeing with us right now. Saying, you guys are right. That prayer General Flynn read is not a Catholic prayer. See, but he's defending the Catholic devil death cult. But it is a prayer that was prayed, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. I want to put the text of Michael Flynn's uh, prayer on the screen here. This is the, these are the words that he spoke that day. We are your instrument of those sevenfold rays, and all your archangels, all of them, we will not retreat, we will not retreat, we will stand our ground, we will not fear to speak, will be the instrument of your will, whatever it is, in your name and in the name of your legions. We are freeborn and shall remain freeborn, and we shall not be enslaved by any foe, within or without, so help me God. Doesn't sound anything like those Catholic prayers. Not at all. All right. So now we're going to talk, uh, they're going to talk more about Elizabeth uh, Clare Prophet from the 1980s, uh, 70s, um, this witch that had her own little cult and um here she's making the 666 okay sign and um she's a just another high level luciferian witch that was out to deceive and they're gonna they're gonna talk about how she's tied in with this and again I, look i'm i don't know anybody that uses that hand sign i, I but I see it appearing in newspaper articles and websites and things like that. What we're trying to show you is it goes back to this new age group, which then goes back to something called the Great White Brotherhood, which is then connected to magicians, and that group is connected to Freemasonry. Right. So at the core of this thing is Freemasonry. That's where this all leads. Right. Now, the reason why we're, we'll tell you here in just a moment why we're bringing up Elizabeth Clare Prophet. I mean, the reason why is we'll shock you. Uh, who is she? Well, she was married to Mark Prophet, and they founded a, a church. They really had a name, Prophet. Yes. Um, I, I don't know if that was their original name or not, or they changed to his it. Name, his name was Mark Prophet. Oh, well, that worked out good for him, yeah. then. He went into the right business. Uh, they, funded, uh, they founded an organization called Summit Lighthouse back in the 50s. It goes by, most people know, know it as Church Universal and Triumphant. And basically they teach that, there are, that we can ascend, if you will, with, if we have enough secret knowledge, we can ascend. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the uh, website for uh, Summit Lighthouse right here. They uh, talk about the... So this is... 
<laughs> so this is again and the reason i'm playing this today is because this ties so many things together that we have talked about in previous teachings this is elizabeth claire prophet's i'm assuming she's dead and gone at this point i don't know but they're 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 on her website and literally the main tabs that are coming up the first one is the violet flame the violet flame which has to do with the seven rays and then the next one is pursue maitreya the maitreya discourses and then one on the ascended masters um and other things just more blasphemous after and this is you know this church triumphant or whatever i mean it's it's so bad uh you know the various things that are related to it they've got courses on the ascended masters uh mm -hmm. you can listen to elizabeth claire prophet's lectures uh you can uh, watch the old uh, mark prophet tv shows and everything and so uh, th this is a full-blown religion uh she claimed to be a messenger it's a cult of the ascended masters yes she's he's like so many of them like alice bailey like madame blavatsky like manly p hall and so many others claimed to be channels they were channeling the ascended that's what benjamin krem would do he would go to different um meetings and he would channel matreya I knew a guy that actually went and saw him once when when um actually it was funny because i was in atlanta when this took place but i was going to chiropractic college and i wasn't a christian yet and then i got saved when i got came back to florida and then i started i mean one of the first things god started showing me well, well i read that book in route to global occupation by gary Kaw, which was talked about the united nations and the freemasons and the coming one world government and, the, and it's just that was how i got saved so this is why I've always, I mean, I think that's what, that was my foundation. And that was why I've always been, at least in part, why I've been so interested in the whole thing about the coming new world order and, and, and the deception under the Antichrist and, and the one world political system and the one world religion. Because the book I read that led me to the Lord, that's what it's, what's what it talked about. And so my foundation was that. I, I think that, you know, that would be, especially back in the day, I mean, you could read that book to this day and it's it's still just as pertinent, just things are a lot more uh, updated. But I knew a guy that actually lived in Atlanta at the time that went to Benj see Benjamin Krem speak in the Atlanta area. I was there, but I wasn't a Christian yet, so I, whatever. And, um how he channeled Maitreya and how this glow, they see, he said this glow kind of came over him. And I can't remember all of the details, but it was really a freaky, freaky thing to experience, he said. And he was the John, John the Baptist of Maitreya. He started in 1958 and then he died in 73 right. and then uh, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, his wife, his widow, took over the organization. Then she created the the Universal Church, right? The Church Triumphant. What is a church? Uh, church Universal and Triumphant. Yeah, Church Universal and Triumphant. And then that entity then took control of the uh, the lighthouse. Right. Um, so, so that's that's the you know the the hierarchy of this thing. Now, uh, just to give you some ideas, some of the books that Elizabeth Clare Prophet has put out there. Here's one 
Reincarnation. Rick, that's the missing link. <laughs> the missing link in, in, of Christianity. Christianity. Yeah. How the Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. So reincarnation is a total lie from the pit of hell. This witch is teaching that reincarnation is the missing link in Christianity. Okay, so this goes to show you what types of spirits she's hearing from and operating through and propagating. About that. Uh, another one here, uh, this is Violet Flame, and this is talking about the alchemy for personal change. And alchemy was the ancient medieval art of trying to uh, transmute uh, uh, elements into other things. Yes. And so uh, what they're trying to teach here is that transmutation of the human spirit so it can ascend. Yes. Uh, Rick, ascension. did you know we've talked a lot about ascension in re in recent teachings that that's one of the main things the new world order is going to try to offer we talked a lot that i mean just in recent teachings we've talked a lot about that concept it's it's all through so many sci-fi programs where oh we're trying to ascend we're trying but what is it what are you trying to do you're trying to earn your whatever your version of salvation is through your own efforts that's what ascension really is i'm going to get enough Hidden Gnostic occult knowledge, where I'll will finally have enough knowledge to actually throw off this body and ascend and be as the gods. It's the same old lie that was told to Eve in the Garden of Eden, essentially. So ascension is a very very big theme. The only thing that Elizabeth Clare Prophet did when she died is descend into hell. That's the only thing that happened. With her, unless she got saved, and I don't think she did. I don't see any indicators of that. Uh, do you know you've got chakras? Do you know we know? Uh, oh, I know what they are, but um, yeah, it's a. Yeah. a she wrote a whole book, "How to Work with Your Chakras," which is a highly, highly dangerous New Age concept. You get into the Kundalini, you get into the chakras, you get into all that New Age stuff, and this witch was propagating all this garbage. New Age term. Right, and if there are seven chakras in the human body. Each one of the chakras represent another of the, uh, they uh, have a different light and color that go along with it, and they represent a different ascended master. And <laughs> yep. so as you learn to come to terms with your chakra, uh, if you will, your mm -hmm. yeah, inner energy beings, you ascend the ladder, if you will, of, uh, uh, of revelation and knowledge. And uh, so uh, she, this is one of her works as well. And another one, uh, the masters and their retreats. Uh, this taught uh, about all the different times back in, in previous times where these uh, masters, before they ascended up to their current level, would take uh, disciples aside and teach them the hidden truths about uh, how to progress and transmute into that next level of ascension. Now, one of the masters that will come on the scene when the ascended masters finally make their big debut in the Grand Deception taking us from the old world order into the new world order is master jesus sananda esau emmanuel is what they call him he's a fake knockoff jesus but he looks like all those pictures that you see that the catholic church gave us and that are in so many churches to this day the long-haired really good-looking adonis jesus typically look like him that's master jesus and he's going to be one of the ascended masters that come back they say he's one of the lesser important ones because they want to downplay jesus for sure and then he's going to go to the Christians and he's going to instruct them in all the ways we've been lied to and all the errors that we've bought into in the Bible. And then he's going to get us on the real right path. Now, I've talked about him over and over again. He's going to be one of the ascended masters. There's St. Germain. There's Master Jesus, also known as Esau, Sananda, Emmanuel. There's Maitreya. 
Um, there's, oh boy, there's Sanat Kumara. Uh, there's all kind of different ones, okay? Just key in Master Jesus or Ascended Masters in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and I'll probably be able to keep you busy for weeks with just the teachings I've done on that subject. And I do believe it's, or Maitreya, you can add that one in too. That'll definitely be weeks then. But I really believe, and I've never backed off, that there are going to be a major component to the end time deception that most Christians have no clue about. And I, I think it's going to, that aspect of the coming deception is going to deceive so many Christians. They're going to be caught so flat-footed. Their preachers have never told them anything about any of this that most Christians are just going to go along hook, line, and sinker because most pastors are going to go along with it. Because if the blind lead at the blind, they'll both fall into a ditch according to what the Bible says. And most of the pastors are blind. So needless to say, uh, a lot of new age stuff to this. But there's an interesting book that um, I came across today, and this was another one of uh, the books Maitreya. by Elizabeth uh, Claire Prophet, Maitreya, A Study in Christhood by the Great Initiator. Now, Okay, so she got a whole book dedicated just to Maitreya. That's pretty heavy duty. Maitreya is the first one, they say, according to Elizabeth Claire Prophet, to make that initial ascension and so he became uh, the first ascended master right so he is right. the christ model if you will okay mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of teaching in uh, this uh, particular book I'll, we'll come back to it and the reason why i bring this book up is i'll show you exactly why here in just a little bit um rick you came across something today as you were looking at some of the uh, different aspects of uh elizabeth claire prophet and uh, some of the uh, connections with it. What'd you find? Well, I think, you, uh, again, going back to uh, Madame Helena Bolovsky, uh, Theosophy was her religion that she created. And uh, I, look, I was talking about her 20-some years ago in True News, you know, our, our long-time True News fan base. You know we talked about Helena Bolovsky and the Ascended Master. So this is not a new subject to me. It's not like I just discovered this last week. I've talked about this stuff for over 20 years. But I want to show you the the uh, symbol, the emblem of theosophy created by Helena Blavosky. Well, looky there. There's the Star of David and a swastika. A swastika. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. With a serpent. Jews and Nazis own. together. Or, or, Ouroboros, the serpent eating its own tail, one of the high... Uh, swastika in reverse it looks like. A hexagram in the middle, which is like the most wicked of all symbols that you can get it has nothing to do with Israel or whatever they put it on the, the Jewish flag on purpose by design um, and I, again I'm not denigrating or demonizing all Jews I'm just saying that is the most wicked symbol just key in hexagram in the keyword search at contendingfortruth.com and, and I've done multiple part teachings on it and then you have the Egyptian Ankh in the middle, which is a cross, but instead of the top part being a um, the vertical top part of the cross going straight up, it's a, it's a circle. And I believe when Constantine started the Catholic Church in, oh my word, 316 AD, I believe, 
who was kind of credited as getting the whole Catholic Church off the ground, the Emperor Constantine, he said he was shown a vision, and supposedly by God, and he said, in this symbol, go and conquer, essentially. And the symbol that he was supposedly shown by God, the starter of the Catholic Church, was this Ankh symbol. Okay, now, I think there's problems with the Christian, supposed Christian cross as well. Now, I've done a whole teaching on that. It's Ken Cross. Um, you'll find it. The Accursed Tree or the, I don't know. It's something about the Accursed Tree and the cross. Again, please avail yourself to what the cross was widely known and associated with before Jesus ever walked the planet. Because it's just like Christmas. It's like, okay, well, Christmas was Saturnalia, guys, before it was ever dubbed Christmas by the Catholic Church. Saturnalia is a very, very high-level evil occult holiday. Okay, it's the birth date of the sun god, Tammuz. Not the birth of the son of God, Jesus Christ, but that's what the Catholics did. They Christianized it. That way it would appeal to the pagans, and it would appeal to the Christians that became part of the Catholic Church. Catholic Church has always been part of deceiving Christianity, real Christians. That's what it's always, That's I think it was its original purpose. Sorry, I'm running out of time here. How could that be? And in the center there, you have the Egyptian Ankh, too. Yes. Right in the center for the mystical arts. Yes. So mm -hmm. a blend of all three. Yes, you got it. Because the Star of David is not, is not biblical. No. King David never had that star. Amen. It's an occult symbol from Hinduism. So is the swastika. The swastika is from Hinduism. Yeah, yes. True. So when... when I, I, and it goes way back further than Hinduism. No. That's, that's the star of Saturn. Okay. It goes way predates Hinduism. So again, you, you listen to my study on the hexagram. Go to contendingfortruth.com, do the search bar, and I'll give you the full, full layout of its total history. You, If you have that in your house, that Star of David, or you got it hanging around your neck, I'm telling you right now, you're, you have a an occult symbol yes. in your presence. Amen. Yep. You gotta make it you're bringing a curse on yourself. Decision what you're going to do with it. I would get rid of it. It does not represent King David. And all these churches with the occult. I would burn it, destroy it, and get rid of it. I don't Start. care if it's gold or whatever. I don't care how expensive it is. You, you, And again, you could say, well, I could sell it. No, yeah, you could sell it and you could give that money to missions. That's blood money, if you ask. That I, That's equivalent to something like blood money. You do not want to sell an idol in order to profiteer off something like that. It's not the Star of David. Okay, it It is the Star of Remphan. It is it is yeah. a completely demonic, satanic symbol. Do you think Hank Kuhnman has a, a Star David flag at uh, at his church there in Oahu? Oh, I wouldn't be shocked if he so. if he does. Most most charismatics are Zionists. So, well, so getting back to Elizabeth Clare Prophet here, um, if put up number sixteen for control here, tell you a little bit about her because we're getting ready to show you a clip here that will probably drop your jaw. So who was she? She was an author, a teacher. This is from the Summit uh, Lighthouse website, so it's going to uh, say really nice things about her. Uh, she was an author, teacher, messenger, and leader of the Summit Lighthouse, like her husband, Mark Prophet, her calling wants to be a prophet of God. 
or one who delivers the word of God. Trained by the Ascended Master, she delivered their messages to the world through the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh. These messages, known as dictations, contain the words of the heavenly host as well as a transfer of light. So again, the Bible says if Satan can appear as an angel of light, it's no marvel that his ministers, Satan's ministers, can appear as ministers of righteousness. This is a prime example of that, guys. That Kuhneman guy is a prime example. So many people that are in high-level ministry, Franklin Graham, the 700 Club, Pat Robinson, Kenneth Copeland, these type, Benny Hins, they, uh, Joel Osteen, they can appear as ministers of righteousness, but by your fruits you shall know them. And you scratch below the surface and it doesn't take a long time to understand how much unbiblical Luciferian garbage that these ministries are typically putting out. For soul quickening and initiation. While receiving these dictations, she was fully conscious, yet in an exalted state. Yeah. The messages occurred. She was a channeler. She was just nothing more than a, a witch who was channeling these lying spirits posing as ascended masters. Heard through the conveyance of the Holy Spirit and not through psychicism or spiritualism, where a disembodied spirit takes over the body of a channeler. Through Mark and... Tell you, that is blasphemy in the Holy Spirit. When you attribute works of of satan that satan is clearly doing to the holy spirit that's blaspheming the holy spirit and that's what she just this one paragraph proves that she was a blasphemer of the holy spirit elizabeth prophet the ascended masters released profound teachings messages and prophecies that present a path and a teaching whereby souls can find their way to hellfire oh, back sorry. to god Oh, now, yeah. I notice here in uh, this description, Rick, it says it's not channeling, okay? Huh. But uh, not the Holy Spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit. But they channeling. say it's not channeling. It's not, uh, uh, you know, a spirit's not invading us. But what they are saying is they are having a message from the Ascended Masters being downloaded directly through them and being spoken out. Now, the reason why we bring that out, they call these dictations. And that it, so when she was speaking, she would go into these trance-like states and she would receive messages from various ascended masters kind of like charismatics well kind of like when you go to a fortune teller and our, our channeler and they're going to talk to dearly departed uncle joe and this familiar spirit that's familiar with how uncle joe you know acted when he was in his life they probably possessed uncle joe and he's a counterfeit but boy, it sounds just like Uncle Joe, and he has all the same mannerisms, and the voice sounds the same even. Well, this is the type of spirit that Elizabeth Clare Prophet and, and many like her channel. Some charismatics do do that. And so what we're about to show you is a clip. Let's hold it. Let's, let's, I, I so bad yes, want yes. to show this. Let's, we, we need to... Okay, so we're going to go to that clip now. I, I believe that's the next part. Yeah, so you found a video today, and uh, we're going to show you... A video of the prophetess herself, right, now Elizabeth remember, Clare Prophet. Now remember, she is saying that she receives these messages directly from the ascended masters, uh, whom so, we would call demons. Right. Now she considers Saint Michael the archangel as an ascended master too, <laughs> but she's not talking about yeah. the same archangel we're talking about right. and that the catholics are talking oh about. yes they oh yes it is the exact the exact same archangel the catholics are talking about 
100%. Because if it was the real Michael the Archangel, he would tell you not to pray to me. Because there's no Bible for it. You pray to the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ as the Bible instructs you to do. But see, again, these are the ever-perpetual, True News is the ever-perpetual defender of all things Catholic. Isn't it amazing they can act like they just know so much about so many of these topics and they're right on the money and then just so get it so horribly, satanically wrong about the devil Catholic Church? But yet they think they think that they're right on the money about everything. Or they're plants. Or they're there to give you, you know, 90, 95% truth and 5% leaven, which could be very much the case. About so uh, she would have these meetings where she would stand up and uh, deliver messages that were dictated to her by these various ascended masters. Um, they had a number of these conferences through the decades. One in particular I wanted to point out to you here is this was a, uh, a Summit Lighthouse Flame of Freedom Speaks conference. Almost sounds MAGA. Um, Flame of Freedom Speaks conference. Mm -hmm. This was held in July, on July 3rd, 1984. Okay, uh, this was part of a 45-minute um, uh, uh, dictation that she gave, but right in the middle of this di dictation is her giving a prayer regarding St. Michael the Archangel. Watch this. I am here, O oh God, and I am the instrument of those sevenfold rays and archangels, and I will not retreat. I will take my stand. I will not fear to speak, and I will be the instrument of God's will, whatever it is. Here I am, so help me God, in the name of Archangel Michael and his legions. I am freeborn, and I shall remain freeborn, and I shall not be enslaved by any foe within or without. Wait a that's, that's like the ex basically the exact prayer that Flynn prayed in that church, that Elizabeth Clare Prophet prayed, okay? Oh, he just had this card in his wallet since he's been a little kid and he was named after Michael the Archangel and it's all innocent. I'm sorry, you don't get to Flynn's position. You don't get to Hank Kuhneman's position unless you're part of the club, most likely. Unless you're part of the Luciferian club. So, he's a liar. Good old General Flynn about this prayer. It's not, I mean... This is Elizabeth Clare Prophet. Granted, I'm not saying there's not Gnostic sects of the Catholic Church that have that same prayer. But come on, this is the exact prayer that you just heard Elizabeth Clare Prophet, and she is an absolute total herald of the coming Ascended Masters, Maitreya in particular. But it's all innocent, you know, whatever Flynn was saying about, oh, you just gotta stop, you know, blah, 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 you know. Don't look at the 10,000-pound gorilla in the room. No big deal. It was that Michael Flynn in a dress? No, Rick. It was Elizabeth <laughs> Clare Prophet in 1984. Well, she, she plagiarized his prayer. <laughs> uh, how do you do it the 40 years beforehand, Rick? <laughs> well, I don't know, Doc, but she had, his, she had General Flynn's prayer. She must have carried it in her pocket. Now, that prayer actually appears in a book. And if we can put 14 back up, Number 14 for control. Yeah, they did They did good homework on, on this. This is why I'm playing this, because 
I've talked so much about Maitreya in the past, and now we're tying it all together with this whole ball of wax regarding this General Flynn and Hank Kuhneman and being in the charismatic church and Elizabeth Clare Prophet and Madame Blavatsky and Maitreya. Wow, we're tying it all together. Now he's going to look at the book that the prayer came out of, and I believe it's the Maitreya book that Elizabeth Clare Prophet wrote. The Maitreya book. Though what she just uh, prayed there, Rick, is in that book right there. <laughs> that is in print form in that book right there. Oh, man. Um, what she prayed was, and if we can put up number 18, this is exactly what she said. Number 18, I am here, O God, and I am the instrument of those sevenfold rays and archangels, and I will not retreat. I will take my stand. I will not fear to speak. I will be the instrument of God's will, whatever it is. Here I am, so help me God. In the name of Angel Michael and his legions, I am freeborn and I shall remain freeborn. I shall not be enslaved by any foe within or within. Now that was coming from an avowed, overt Luciferian, Elizabeth Clare Prophet. Had no problem praying that prayer. Out. Now, does that sound pretty familiar? <laughs> yeah, it's almost should. identical. Yes, because this is General Michael Flynn's prayer in text form here. And let's look at this. This is number 18B. If we could put that back, uh, put the General Flynn's text back up on the screen. Uh, give him just a second here. So now, this, is okay, this is General Flynn. All right. This is verbatim what he said at Hank Kuhneman's event. Yes. Right? Right. I, I, you know, I'm an idiot. I just want to make sure, Doc. <laughs> okay. We're talking about Pastor Hank Kuhneman's religious event. This is the text of the prayer, right? Yes. Help, help me. I'm an idiot. Yes. This okay. is it. We are your instrument of those sevenfold rays, all your archangels, all of them. We will not retreat. We will not retreat. We will stand our ground. We will not fear to speak. We'll be the instrument of your will, whatever it is, in your name. And in the name of your legions, we are freeborn. We shall remain freeborn. And we shall not be enslaved by any foe within or without. So help me God. That's General Flynn's prayer. Well, it's the same thing. There's some things that are rearranged to hair, but it's the same just about exactly the same verbiage. Shut my mouth. Slap my pappy. <laughs> I'm telling you, he got that from, he got that from Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And he's got it on a card in his wallet. It's not a Catholic prayer for all, no. uh, all of our Catholic. I don't, I don't believe that one bit though. I believe that it's, it's probably somewhere in the Catholic Gnostic types of liturgy prayers that they have there's all kind of blasphemous prayers that the catholics have but again they've got to be the defender of all things catholic now is it overtly elizabeth claire prophet's prayer absolutely 100 percent. but praying to mark angel in any shape way shape form or derivation is totally blasphemous and unbiblical period viewers out there General Flynn did not pray a Catholic prayer. He prayed a New Age prayer. And he carries it on a card in his wallet. And so for all you MAGA folks out there, all the General Flynn... Flynn uh, uh, MAGA is, is the highest level in, in uh, Satanism. And it's also the um, Make America Great Again by the you know Trump hat on, on the hats. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a sec. Flynn fans out there, you need to come to terms with this, okay? You need to ask yourself... All right, why is General Michael Flynn carrying around a prayer of a New Age prophetess in his wallet? Now, just in case you think 
somehow we're misconstruing this and everything. We, we took General Flynn's prayer, the video, and then we took Elizabeth Clare Prophet's video, and then our uh, editing team today split it up, and we're going to play them side by side, well, going back and forth here. You tell me, you be the judge of this, and you tell me what is going on here. Here's that video. We are your instrument of those sevenfold rays and all your archangels, all of them. I am here, O oh God, and I am the instrument of those sevenfold rays and archangels. We will not retreat. We will not retreat. We will stand our ground. And I will not retreat. I will take my stand. We'll, we will not fear to speak. We will be the instrument of your will, whatever it is. I will not fear to speak, and I will be the instrument of God's will, whatever it is. So see, Satan wants mass invocation of ascended masters occurring in Christian churches, and this is a great example of how that's going to all happen. That's what this is really all about, getting us in agreement and in alignment with Satan inside the walls of so of a so-called Christian church. And a guy like General Flynn is a perfect vector to try to pull that off. While he can claim innocence after the fact. The reality is, is I believe he was sent in there to do this exact thing, and Hank Kuhneman was on board being most likely fellow Luciferians together. In your name. In your name. the name of your legions. Here I am. So help me God, in the name of Archangel Michael and his legions. We are freeborn, <coughs> and we shall remain freeborn. I am freeborn, and I shall remain freeborn. And we shall not be enslaved, by any, foe, by any foe, within or without. And I shall not be enslaved by any foe, within or without. <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, Hank Kuhneman, you, you need Ooh. to do what's right if you're a pastor. You need to go before your congregation. You need to contact everybody who was at that Just event. like you do, Rick, regarding your stance on Catholicism and, <laughs> and so many other things. And apologize for what you permitted to take place. And then you need to pray a prayer of deliverance for them and lead them in a prayer of renouncing those words, asking the true Almighty God in the name of Jesus Christ, His Son, to forgive you for saying those words, and ask Him to release you from whatever curses they brought on themselves for speaking the words of a demon. Elizabeth Clare Prophet was getting a download. You see, she's getting a download from a demon. Right. That's what it looked and like. Remind you, this is 1984. Yes. Okay, this this prayer doesn't appear anywhere in print prior to 1984. We don't know that. That's like saying, well, hold on. He just said that it's in the book that she wrote regarding Maitreya. Now, maybe that's what he's talking about in print. Maybe that was when the book was released. But I, I just, I, I am very reluctant to believe that she's the only one that ever thought of this prayer. Nowhere. It's not a Catholic prayer. It's not something she was copying from somewhere else. 
this was something genuine to her. So for General Michael Flynn to repeat that, the source of that was Elizabeth Clare Prophet getting a demonic download that day and expressing those prayers. And this is a card that General Flynn carries in his wallet. Okay, so with enough on that, um, I, I just, there were so many points that needed to be hammered home on that, and that's why this was so long. So uh, that's all I have for part one. Uh, God bless you all, and we will see you in part two.